Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. Now, right now, listen. Welcome back to the Mind Poppers Podcast. We are back from our winter break. It was only... A week without an episode. Um, last week, if you didn't check it out already, was the the interview. The interview with Damien Gray, who got abducted by aliens. What the fuck? I hope you guys checked that out, and I hope you enjoyed it. That was just some of the craziest shit that I have ever heard. Like, truly. Um, <clears throat> I hope everyone enjoyed their time off. Whatever. I know every day, it just seems like another day in the simulation. Um, but I hope everyone enjoyed their Christmas, their Hanukkahs, whatever, you know, however you choose to celebrate, I'm down. Um, it was great for me, you know, except Christmas Day, you know, it was drinking, obviously, and I had gone up to visit relatives for Christmas dinner, and they were, like, shoveling alcohol down my throat, you know, they were like, well, I mean, I had a bottle of bud, you know, so I drank a bottle of bud. I had a nice little bit of a buzz going. So I was like, that's fine. You know, that's fine. It's Christmas. I don't need to. So I had three more and that was fine. And then I had a glass of Prosecco. Um, I was offered, you know, the Prosecco and I wasn't going to be so rude as to be like, no, thank you. It was Christmas after all. So I was like, sure. Look, I was like, I could do one glass of Prosecco. So I had two bottles. Um, and I guess things kind of started to get a little bit hazy from there. Um, I also do remember I had, well, someone offered me a gin, but it was like one of those gins in the cans. I never tried that before, so I was like, sure. I was like, look, go on, I'll have one. So I had three. Um, next thing I know, we're speeding down the motorway after leaving the relatives' homes in my father's car, his new kind of Jeep kind of car that he got three weeks ago, by the way. And, oh my God, like that. It was... I painted the inside, left to right, up, down. That new car was covered in vomit. (laughs) That was my Christmas shame. Um, But look, I can't be too hard on myself. I mustn't. Um, It's Christmas and if you cannot forgive, then then when can you? Um, In terms of New Year's resolutions, bringing us into 2021, um, you know, I'm going to try and be kinder to myself I'm trying to eat foods that will like nourish my brain and my mental health and I really want to meditate more you know it's something that I don't do but I I know that I should because I have a very chaotic active mind um if 2021 was one of those tacky wall stickers mine would read live laugh come and I think that's beautiful um, no, of course, I'm joking, though. If you are one of those people that do own any kind of wall sticker in your home, then that is absolutely unforgivable. 
Um, <clears throat> really interesting episode lined up today. Um, in a couple of seconds, we're going to pop on down to the Conspiracy Corner. Conspiracy Corner is something I'm going to do from now on where we look at one conspiracy episode per episode um, just to keep things freaky. Um, I have a couple of other topics I want to touch off. One of them being uh, Baba Vanga. So if you don't know who she is, we'll talk about her in a second. But she's this old, she's dead now, she's gone. But she's this old psychic um, kind of prophesier, seer, you know, mystic um, who has predicted a lot of things um, and has predicted a lot of things for 2021. And this woman, you know, is renowned for predicting things like 9-11, the tsunami, you named it, she's predicted it. And she's someone who a lot of world leaders, you know, would have met and would have listened to. So we're going to find out what we have in store for 2021. I can tell you now, because I already have, you know, looked into this. Mm. <laughs> As in, if you thought 2020 was bad, just you wait, because <laughs> you were in danger. <laughs> um, also, um, wrapping up our final topic of this evening, a new segment again is going to be, what is that? Where I um, mercilessly troll the internet, go through cyberspace, in the darkest parts of cyberspace, mind you, to find the most fucked up confessions, the most con- or the most fucked up stories that you will hear. And I guarantee you, when you hear these, you are going to be shook. Um, so let's get into it. So come on down to the conspiracy corner. Click, clack, click. We're here. Um, this week, uh, for our first conspiracy corner, I want to talk about Louis Tomlinson. Louis Tomlinson is from former One Direction. Why do we care? Why do we care? I guess we don't, really. But I came across an interesting conspiracy theory being that Louis Tomlinson's baby is fake. Okay, a fake baby. So Louis Tomlinson, of course, we know him from One Direction. So he's with this chick called Brianna Jongworth. And they introduced the world to their newborn son, Freddie, in January 2016. So four years ago, five years ago, I guess now. However, according to some conspiracy theorists, it is not even a real baby. They claim that Louis Tomlinson did not actually have a baby and that it was just a stunt by One Direction's PR team to ensure that the secret relationship that Louis and former bandmate Harry Styles were engaged in. So basically, if you were a fan of One Direction back in the day, there used to be all this talk, I guess shipping, if you don't know what that word is, then you're too old and I don't have time to explain it to you right now. Basically, it's when you ship someone, <clears throat> it's like there you're like, you want them to be together. You want two people to be together as a sexual item. You ship them. So loads of people back in the day used to ship Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles. All these like 13 year old girls who were like mad into One Direction for whatever reason had it in their brain that they really wanted to see Louis and Harry fuck. Um, and I guess this started off this big whole thing. <clears throat> Um, so you've seen, you see like all these like One Direction fans, whatever, like going to dates and the baby, some people saying that the baby was like possibly CGI, you know, talking about how they went to like a friend's on a vacation and their baby looks similar to that baby, um, saying, you know, basically it's all under the guise, whatever about these like crazy um, theories as to why the baby is fake or how. But basically, it's, it's, they say it's to cover up this alleged sexual relationship between Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. When you ship them together, the fans call them Larry Stylinson. 
Now, my issue with this conspiracy is not that someone faked having a baby. I mean, that's for sure possible. You know, that's not beyond the realm of possibility. But like, what do you even do with that? That is like, that lie is like a commitment you have to stick with for life. You either have to stick with that lie for like the next, you know, I mean, for the next, what, 40 years? How long do kids live these days? Um, Or, you know, the next PR stunt has to be that the kid is dead. And, you know, I mean, like, I guess we'll know if we see like Louis tweet out in the next few months saying like, it is with the heaviest of hearts that I announced my son Freddy got eaten by a raccoon or carried away by a gang of pigeons. Hashtag fly high, sweet angel. Um, so again, it's, I don't really see, uh, you know, it's not a viable light to commit to. And as well, this whole theory is based around like, it, it's the whole, it's the management. So their management team covering up the fact that Louis is laying pipe in Harry Styles. Or vice versa. I'm not sure, to be honest, who in that scenario um, is, is fucking who. Because my impression would be, you know, and this is just my opinion, that they would both, you know, be happily on the receiving end of a fat Jolly Roger. And that's just my impression. Um, and it's not like the both of them are like the epitome of like the all-American guy, you know, like just the, the peak of masculinity, you know, like the just American boy next door. I mean, like, we all know that Louis sung the high notes and Harry Styles floating around Malibu in a new dress every day, which is cool. But I don't think it would be a big shock to the system if they were both cock-munching in their free time. Like, I think it's safe to assume, again, my opinion, that Harry Styles is sucking dick. In what capacity, I don't know. But I think it is safe to assume that Harry Styles is sucking dick. Or getting his dick sucked, you know? Um... And you know what? And you know what? What really annoys me about this whole situation, this whole conspiracy theory? Riddle me this, okay? How come when Harry Styles put on a dress, he's so brave and punk? Harry Styles is so fucking punk for breaking the glass ceiling of gender norms. But when I try on my grandmother's church shoes at the age of seven, I'm told I need to take karate lessons. (laughs) Riddle me fucking that, you guys. Um, And you know what? But, but I get it. I do get it because I think a lot of celebrities are still afraid to speak earnestly about their sexuality because when you, when you think about it, it will affect their coin. And I think that's what they're afraid of. They don't really talk openly about their sexuality because they're afraid it will hit their bag. It will hit their money. Because you know when Harry Styles released that song, Watermelon Sugar, a few months back and he kind of insinuated that the song was about oral sex. So I'm guessing the watermelon sugar is hyperbolic of for like cum. So whether he's on about drinking pussy juice or dick diesel, it's still nasty at the end of the day. But you know what I do know and what I am conscious of, I guess, is that, you know, a lot of straight guys might not embrace the music the same if they thought Harry was lollygagging on some basketball player's cock. And I do understand that. So I, I do, I receive that. And look, I'm, I'm I'm not hating on any um, masculine insecurities. I'm really not. But, you know, the same guys that would call Harry Styles a fairy for wearing a skirt are the same dudes who let their girlfriends stick a knuckle up their butthole during sex. And that is that is on that. You know, I said what I said. Um, and I'm and I'm not hating on butt stuff either. OK, I feel like it, I mean, like, let's be honest, butt stuff is more popular than ever. You know, it truly is. And I think a lot of guys more than ever are letting their girlfriends play with their arse, you know? 
In fact, in 2008, a study surrounding 1,478 straight dudes showed that 24% have had been on the receiving end of a finger. That's nearly a quarter of dudes, and that was over 12 years ago. So can you imagine what that figure would look like today? There's just so many people walking around these streets with something up their butt, you know? Um, So, like, I mean... Is this conspiracy, the whole Louis Tomlinson having a fake baby, not that I care, I, I truly don't, um, but is this a conspiracy that I particularly buy into? No, not really. You know, Louis Tomlinson can have all the fake children he wants, I'm still not going to be streaming the music. Um, so no, I don't think it's a PR stunt. I think, if anything, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, look at Louis Tomlinson's career since leaving One Direction. And look, I'm sure he's still making money. I have no doubt. I mean, like, One Direction had such a loyal fan base, you know. Um, But, I mean, God, I could not name one of his solo songs. I couldn't, you know. Um, So, I mean, I would have to imagine that Louis Tomlinson, if he was really fucking Harry Styles, the two of them were engaged in, in a sexual relationship my God, that would only be good for Louis's career. That would that could only mean good things for Louis's career. So I would have to imagine this conspiracy. I have to I have to denounce it right now. Louis Tomlinson's baby, you heard it here first, is in fact a real baby. Um, I can only imagine because he should be fucking Harry Styles. Everyone should be fucking Harry Styles, but Louis Tomlinson more so than anybody needs it. He needs. To, to lay pipe in Harry Styles because the music who's listening to the music it's not me it's it's not you um so no for me this conspiracy it, it cannot it cannot be true now moving on away from baby to Baba like I said I want to talk about Baba Vanga's predictions for 2021 okay so let me just break it down for you briefly so who and what is Baba Vanga Basically, this woman is regarded by Manny as the most powerful medium or seer to have ever walked the earth since Nostradamus. Who's Nostradamus? Don't worry, that is a story for another day. The woman, just so you can get a mental picture, the woman basically looks like someone made their best effort in carving a human face onto a turnip. Um, So basically, okay... To help you further picture, basically like the old gypsy in Drag Me to Hell who asks the bank not to repossess her house, but they refuse. So she curses them and the poor bank teller spends the rest of the movie running from a demon who tries to haul her by her pussy flaps down to the underworld, which by the by is not actually a bad movie if you guys are looking for a horror during lockdown. Also, I will have to check and fact check if gypsy is regarded as a slur now. I don't know. Um, but I will, I, I will look into it. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, so many people, right, all around the world believe that the Bulgarian mystic predicted before her death in 1996, many world changing events, such as the rise of ISIS and 9-11, the terror attack in New York. So, Baba Vanga, okay who is blind by the by, which I feel, you know, is a great touch in the mystery of it all. Like, oh my God, she's blind. You know, she was born in Vanguelia Gustrova in northern Macedonia in 1911, although she spent most of her life living in Bulgaria. 
And you know what? I'm more inclined to believe her if she's blind. I don't know why. But, I, God, if she is blind... Because like, I feel like blind people just have enough issues. Especially a blind person, like, in 1911. I feel like blind people just have too much on their plate to be going around making up fake predictions. You know? Um, so it really does add to me the legitimacy of it all, the fact that she's blind. Um, but it's interesting because according to reports, right, from her childhood, she traded her physical vision for the ability to see the future after being confronted by an angel. And you know what? I say good for her. Very high vibration energy out of young Baba Vanga, okay? To, you know, to take upon this burden, to get this gift of foresight, of premonition, and give up, you know, at that young age, I think she was like, what, 11, 12, um, gave up her physical eyes. Big, big, big dick energy out of Baba Vanga, if you ask me, because I probably would have asked for a MacBook and an extra two inches on my dick um, if, if it was the case for me, if I was confronted by the angel. And you know what? The most troubling thing of all is, and like, what is with the trade-off? Why a trade-off? Why couldn't this winged prick just give Baba her psychic abilities without taking away her fucking eyeballs, you know? Tyler Henry, you know that queen that talks to celebrities, dead relatives on the e-network, got to keep his eyeballs, you know? Now, maybe they took his butthole. (laughs) Anyway, Baba claimed to receive information from invisible beings and said that if someone stood before her, she could see the person's life as it was a movie from beginning to end. I don't really like that. Like, thank God me and Baba never cross paths because she'd have seen more wanking and misery and cum stained sheets and God only knows what else than any old Macedonian chick should should have to handle, you know? Um, I remember people used to say that if you masturbate too much, you go blind. So imagine if that's my fate. Imagine if I become the next Baba Vanga, you know? Um, which, I mean, I, I I would be into it, but I just, you know, again, look, I'm not a fucking charity. I'm not going to sit there and just reading, but I, I, I would be telling everyone that they're going to die. Um, but, right. So in terms of her, um, her like method or whatever, um, and I like, I know I'm messing around and all that, but don't be too quick to dismiss the predictions of the renowned. Baba Vanga. Leaders from all around the world, and you can look into this yourselves, okay? Leaders from all around the world have taken heed of her predictions. Famously, famously, she would ask people, right, to give her a sugar cube, which she would then use as a crystal to focus energy and receive information, okay? Um, so let's have a look at her actual predictions um, to see, you know, what what we have coming up for us. Uh, excuse me. Okay. So one of her predictions, right, is that a cataclysmic tsunami would strike Asia. So, okay, well, this is actually supposed to happen in 2020, but I'm sure we can afford, you know... Baba Vanga a few months as a margin of error, you know? I mean, she's dead. Um, so, 
you know, is there possibly a ma another massive tsunami coming, you know, to Asia? So maybe stay away from Asia this year, you know, if you can. And yes, by the by, Vanga is said to have first war warned the world of the deadly 2004 tsunami that killed more than 220,000 people in Southeast Asia, okay? So she has a track record, you know, she's not just pulling it out of her, of her little blind Macedonian hoop. Um, and right, so Baba Vanga predicted that the world would be gripped by three giants and a strong dragon. So I've seen people interpreting the dragon as a symbol of China, okay? And we, as we know, China, you know, we have the likes of America, China, Russia, you know, possibly India, all fighting to be the next world superpower, you know? Each one as, you know, more corrupt than the next. But, you know, could we have all these superpowers, America, China, Russia, blah, 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 be representative of our, you know, three giants that she spoke of? Or, you know, and China being represented by the dragon. Um, okay, so she was maybe a little poetic in her saying, but whatever. On a more po positive prediction, however, though, Baba Vanga um, said that the beginning of the 21st century, humanity will get rid of cancer. So she didn't give us an exact date, but that's something to look forward to, I guess, you know? Now, I mean, look, if you ask me, okay? If you ask me, the cure probably already exists out there. But look, that is a conversation for another day. Um, in the year 2130, Baba says that we're going to be living underwater with the help of aliens. Okay, I'm into that. Um, now, things, however, don't look great for President Trump. According to Baba, the 45th uh, president of the United States will become sick with a mysterious disease that will leave him deaf and cause brain trauma. And I don't know how much more brain trauma uh, President Trump can afford. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, this is where it gets a little, you know, everyone listen up. This is what you really need to be hearing and focusing on right now. So, unfortunately, she also um, predicts that Islamic extremists will stage an attack on Europe using chemical weapons. And, you know, that's all we need. That is all we need, you know, is to be hoofing around the place, getting chased by some cop with a machete. You know, um, and Europe, I mean, like we, we got, especially in Ireland, we got away kind of scot-free with the whole ISIS thing, didn't we? 
you know, we didn't really have to worry about it a whole lot. You know, it was like something that was happening in the States, in the Middle East. We were kind of ISIS free, you know, we were just happy to stand back and watch from the sidelines. But according to Baba, no more, no more. ISIS is coming. That's all we fucking need now, isn't it? Just wait now, come March. You'll see me flying around the streets like fucking Mo Farah being chased by some cunt. Uh, or you know what? Or better yet, let me send off my ISIS application form early. And maybe you imagine. Imagine if I did that, preemptively went off and joined ISIS. Um, like you'd be seeing me on the front page of the sun. Like young cork man joins extremist camp. Like all wrapped up. Maybe a nice long black week coming out the side. I'd be like baba ba bitch chasing you around Grafton Street. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I just don't think that I'd be a very good addition to ISIS. You know. I don't even think they'd probably accept the application form. I don't see it going well. I don't see it working out well for me, like having to stand over someone like with the machete, you know, like, you know, they'd be doing the whole beheading thing and all that. Um, Like, I just, I can imagine me there and be like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And they'd be like, you have to do it. And I'd be like, oh my God, okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Oh my God, I can't, I can't, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. I can't do it, I can't do it. Um, Or them being like, okay, you know, Tuesday, we, we we move towards the Western world, you know, and bring down the infidels. And maybe even like, oh, you know what? Tuesday doesn't, Tuesday is Real Housewives of Atlanta Day. So I don't think um, that's going to work for me. You know, maybe if we could actually reschedule and invade the Western world, you know, maybe in March, that could be better. I just don't think it's for me, to be honest, like even the whole blowing yourself to smithereens thing. It's not for me. You know, it just personally wouldn't be something that I'd be into. Um, and I can only just imagine them like making me like put on the vest. Oh, my God, those vests are so ugly and so chunky. I'm like, Osama, be honest with me. Be it does, does be, be Osama, be honest with me. OK, are you going to be honest with me? Does this vest Make me look fat. Uh, Osama, answer the question, yes or no. Does this vest make me look fat? Yes, that's it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not wearing it. I do, I must say, I do like the idea of wearing, you know, I'm not sure what the whole getup is called. You know, they wear their kind of like white, white kind of linen. It's almost like a dress. I'm sure ISIS don't refer to it as a dress. Um, I guess it's kind of almost like, remember when Homer in The Simpsons got really, really fat and he had to work from home? I think it was called a moo-moo. So like a moo-moo. Obviously, I'd like, you know, jazz it up a little. You know, if I, God, if I'm going over as ISIS is fucking, you know, Baba Va, what was it, Baba Vanga Bad Bitch or Baba Bad Bitch. You know, of course, I'm going jazz it up a little. And I don't know how, how well that would go down either because I can imagine them being like, no, you do not wear like that. You make people think that ISIS some sort of homo camp, you know? I'd be like, actually, for your, for your information, FYI, Osama, um, everybody's doing it. Ever hear of a little thing called Vogue? Ever hear of a little person, you know, do ISIS, you know, have Harry Styles? Yeah, okay, Osama, maybe broaden your horizons, okay? Because Harry Styles is really rocking it right now and he's wearing a fucking dress every day. So, you know, open, shame on you, Osama. Open your damn mind. I also realize that when I, like, I'm doing the impression of... An ex, like an extremist, a terrorist, it, the accent kind of always kind of like is, is rooted in like a, a German Nazi. Um, I don't know how people 
you know, in ISIS sound. I don't know what the vernacular is, what the dialect is. So my safest bet is to, you know, to resort back to the Third Reich. But moving away from ISIS, and according to Baba Vanga, we will be hearing from them quite soon here in Europe. Let us move on to the final segment of the episode. What is that? Basically, this is the part of the show where I have thrown through cyberspace, okay, to my own detriment, to find the darkest, most bizarre, fucked up confessions. <clears throat> and look, when I say that some of this stuff is truly fucked up. Okay. Lady Atoku says. I had this kid in school growing up who was high slash low functioning or just pretending to be retarded. Again, her words, not mine. He would act tough and shit around other kids, constantly be a nuisance to teachers, other students, etc. No one would touch him because if they did, they would get in trouble and he didn't know any better. In brackets, he fucking knew. In high school, he would go around grabbing girls' breasts, sexually assault women, etc. But no one stopped him. He tried getting another kid expelled by saying he had a gun in his backpack. He didn't when they searched him. The reason he did it? The guy was dating someone he fancied. And he shows his interest in this girl by constantly harassing her. I remember seeing that fucking smile on his face when he ran up and jumped on her back and kept squeezing her tits. <laughs> Who is this kid? One day, I saw him standing at the top of the stairs. He was just there waiting for something. Classes weren't out yet and I was cutting. Yeah, yeah. But he was just standing there staring straight ahead with a smile on his face. I pushed him down the flight of stairs. He hit the ground with a smack and started crying, his eyes out and thrashing on the ground. I disappeared damn quick. No one knows it was me. The kid was alright. He came back to school a week later with his arm in a cast. He never bothered anyone again. I feel really guilty about it because I could have seriously injured him. I was so sick of his bullshit. He used to make fun of me for being flat all the time, saying I better go gay because no guy would want me, etc. I still feel bad, but damn it, I got my revenge that day. <laughs> that is fucking, that's wild. That is wild because you, that is, you, you come to a minute where this kid, okay, where I guess they claim that he's either high or low functioning, you know, autism, whatever, um... He's going around grabbing titties, grabbing girls by the paws, um, harassing, all this shit. And then this girl, you know, sees him standing, you know, looking down, I guess, down the staircase. And she comes up uh, behind him and just pushes him in a moment of just, I don't know. She pushes him down the stairs. Um, You know what it smells like? It smells like queen shit to me. It smells like queen shit to me. Now look, potentially did he have some sort of mental illness? I mean, potentially. Yeah, potentially. Um, but, you know, we can't discriminate, you know. Um, if you're going to push one person down the stairs, then you should push all persons down the stairs, you know. Um, 
That's why. Because, I mean, like, for, for real, the kid could die. The kid could have died. He could have broken his neck on the way down those stairs. You know? So, let's, you know, grateful that it was only his fucking arm he broke. But, you know what? I will put respect on your name. I will put big respect on your name. Um, What you did takes bravery. You know? I don't know if I could push a child down the stairs. I mean, I guess I'd like to think that I could. But until you're there standing in those shoes, you know, where, you know, you have some, you have a kid in front of you that y- y- you can push down the stairs. You know, I guess, I guess I don't know if I'd have it in me. I'd, I'd like to think that I would, but, you know, I guess I, I would just have to wait until that day happens. Now, I guess fortunately for my family, we live in a bungalow. So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Enough about pushing mentally ill children down the stairs. Our next tale comes from the subreddit Slutty Confessions. With the headline, female 21 blowing my boyfriend while his friend female watches. So after my threesome with my boyfriend and one of his girlfriends, let's call her Stacy, she asked us if we could all fuck each other again. Although this time, as I didn't receive enough attention the first time, I had something different in mind. We invited her again and things got heated pretty quickly between the three of us. But my boyfriend and I secretly decided to only fuck each other by making Stacy watch us. After we all made out together for a few minutes, we told her about her idea and she was horny enough to agree to it. This then led to one of the hottest things I've ever done. I took off my boyfriend's clothes, got on my knees and gave him the sloppiest blowjob ever. <laughs> Gross. He was using my mouth as his personal fuckhole. Oh my god. What is wrong with you people? He was using my mouth as his personal fuckhole. While Stacy was hungrily watching us. Jealous that she couldn't enjoy my boyfriend's delicious cock. Fingering and touching herself in the process. Oh my god. I'm Stacy. <laughs> I'm Stacy. <laughs> this then led to him face fucking me. And then putting me on the bed and pounding me doggy. With me eyeing up Stacy and her clit getting fingered in the corner. Oh my god. Poor Stacy. Like a fucking dog fucking at her clit in the corner. Um, it was honestly so hot seeing her jealous but horny looking on her face. Her watching me getting stretched by my muscly boyfriend. And her craving my man doing to her what he is currently doing to me. To top it all off, we decided to let her have a taster. When my boyfriend took his cock out of me told Stacy to come close and he ended coming on her lips and in her mouth. The loss she had on her face when she got this creamy cum in her mouth almost made me orgasm. You could see how she was begging for more only for us to tell her that the fuck session was over. So, you know what? And shame on y'all. Shame on y'all. I, because you know what? I relate to. I'm Stacy. I'm Stacy. You know, that's me. I'm Stacy. Um, but the thing is, like, you know, from what I'm gathering here is okay. But I was like, sure. I was like, okay, seeing the loss that Stacy had on her face when she got cream pie was always enough, or almost enough, to make you orgasm. Why? Why wasn't you know you getting used as the perfect fuckle by your boyfriend enough to make you orgasm? You know. You know, what was wrong there? Um, or when you were getting fucked doggy style or when your, in quotations, muscly boyfriend was stretching your ass out. How come you didn't come then? You know, how come you had to look on the poor fucking 
face of poor old Stacy, you know, to come. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, my heart bleeds for poor old Stacy. Down on the floor like a fucking cockroach, hoping to catch a fucking crumb off your man's dick. You know? You know, and I feel like, you know, all of us, all of us in some way are Stacy. Um, and I hope she went on to have a good life. Um, now, our next tale is also from the subreddit Slotty Confessions, titled, Well, apparently, you guys are right. All men are really dumb and horny. My brother included. I've been so naughty lately and the last few days I've been kind of thinking about how slutty it would be if I did something with my brother. That is not slutty, more so fucked up, but do go on. And well, I didn't think of any of that stuff I was thinking about would actually happen. But after talking with a bunch of guys on here, again, let that be proof that the internet has done no good for anybody. After talking with a bunch of guys on here, telling me that there was a chance he might be into it. Well, eventually I thought, what the heck? And so we watched some TV and had some beers last night. And I made sure we had quite a few beers. And I dressed like, not way too slutty, but some shorts that were just a bit too short. And a t-shirt that was just a bit too loose i don't understand that you okay you're wearing a fucking you're wearing fucking shorts and a baggy t-shirt to fuck your brother okay stop making it out like that you're some sort of like just illustrious like you know shanties you know um idiot um and i dressed like yeah okay so we did that okay so and during the night i made sure that he could at least get a glimpse of my tits and maybe see that i wasn't wearing panties how (laughs) You're wearing shorts, okay? So how is he seeing? How is he seeing your hooch, okay? Unless you're unless you're showing him, and how loose is this t-shirt? Oh, like that he can see he can see your fucking tits. Your your brother can see your tits. How loose is this t-shirt? Um, anyway, I digress. Um, but he didn't seem to react much to that. Anyway, after a while, I was getting a bit tipsy, and I could see that he was kind of drunk too. So I thought, well, here it goes. And while I was sitting next to him, I kind of casually touched his crotch. And he just looked at me a bit wondering. So I started to move my hand a bit back and forth over his pants. And he got rock hard. He didn't say anything, just kind of looked shocked. His sister is, is giving him a hand sandy. You know, I'd say he, I can understand why he would be a little lost for words. So I thought, hell, I'm going for it. So I unbuttoned his pants. He still didn't do anything. So I took out his cock. Oh my God. I took out his cock and started to stroke it. I think he tried to say something, but he didn't. <laughs> um, okay, oh my God. Okay. I think he tried to say something, but he didn't. So I kept going, and I think he came within a minute, haha. Then he just got up and left, not saying a word. Yeah, he probably got up to go and kill himself. You know? I would like a follow-up to see if that boy is still alive. I mean, God, like like men, 
you know, we're just fresh out of November, like, men don't have enough to be worrying about, okay, then their fucking sisters walking around, hooch out, tits out, playing with their cock. Like, oh my god, what is that? Um, how are we doing for time? Okay, I think we may have time for one more short story. Okay, here we go. I have this weird thing for wanking while trespassing. I know it's creepy and illegal and also liable to get me very, very killed in wild and wonderful West Virginia. Which is why I try to keep a lid on it, so to speak. But sometimes... I was out and about at night once, looking an awful lot like a burglar might look, and thinking of climbing into some old dude's barn loft and beating one out over the ledge. Only, I was having second thoughts about it, so I decided to have a pre-fap fap to work up my courage. It was two in the morning, I mean good for you that you can masturbate once as, as, a, as just as a, as a warm-up. God, I do it once and I'm like... <sighs> So good for you. Um, It was two in the morning, 20 miles from the nearest town on a dead end road. So I figured it'd be fine if I just plopped down where I was and went to work. Well, about 10 minutes into it, I noticed something really bright out of the corner of my eye. Naturally, I panicked. So without even having time to pull up my pants, I flailed away further down the road to where a little bridge crossed a creek. I hopped down to hide under there, scaring the shit out of all the frogs making love. And I realised this spot was perfect. Definitely the most shameful fap. Also one of the best. Turns out the car was just delivering newspapers. Oh my god. Like, I mean, I can understand people having the thrill of getting caught having sex. But to go out of your way to go into your neighbour's garden to have a fucking wank. I mean, look, and I get it. Look, we all have our turn-ons and turn-offs or whatever. And like we've discussed in previous podcasts, the thing about fetishes, kinks, what gets us going. You know, usually it's not in our control. Usually these are like things that have been wired in our brains from a very young age, you know. Um that event you know something happened to this guy at a very young age where you know the thought of masturbating either outdoors or in places where he's liable to get caught you know that developed into a into a a kink for him you know a fetish maybe so I mean like no I guess no one goes out and chooses that (coughs) you know that this is what turns them on but I mean, to, to to be so low down and dirty and to be, I mean, I, I can't imagine anything lower in rock bottom than being under a fucking bridge surrounded by, I guess, frogs, frogs of the creek, you know, which are having frog sex, to be surrounded by frogs fucking each other. And then that is where you decide to knock one out to wank with the frogs. Um... I mean, God, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I am truly blown away. Now, I mean, look, a lot of people have sex outside. I'm sure a lot of you listening have sex outside. A lot of people have masturbated outside, you know. I won't name any names. I won't confirm or deny whether I have, you know. But, you know, I won't say no more. I won't. I refuse. But I'm, you know, certainly wasn't going into the fucking old man Yeller's fucking barn to knock one out, you know. That was never my way. Um, that's true, like, you know, what is that? 
you know, all I can say is the world is full to the brim with bizarre, crazy people. And thank God. And thank God. And do you know what? Thank God for the internet. Thank God for this big, vast echo chamber where these freaks can come and tell their stories so that we have something to listen to. You know, because we may as well laugh now. We're in lockdown. We may as well laugh, okay? Because like you heard, Baba Vanga, you heard what she said that extremists are coming to Europe sometime this year to a town near you. Um, I Who knows? You might even come across me, you know? Baba Babich coming to a town near you. So lock your doors and, and shut your windows, okay? And hug your loved ones because you just don't know. Until next time, stay woke. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.